All right, that's it. So welcome back to the show. This is Time for the Corridors. The voice you're hearing definitely isn't Emmanuel Odeyemi. This is Ulu Akaide sitting in for Emmanuel Odeyemi today. And if you are on our Twitter page, if you follow us on Twitter, you'll realize that Emmanuel posted, uh, did a tweet where he said, Today, we will be blowing our own horn at, as Mega Electrics, the owners of Lagos Talks 91.3. And what we mean by blowing our own horn is to say we want to talk a bit about the interaction or the collaboration we have with the Nigerian Bar Association on a prison decongestion. And uh, that's what we'll talk about today. But we'll get into that just when our guests or our partners from the Nigerian Bar Association get to us in the studio. So we've started this a while ago where we are addressing issues on uh, prison congestion and we're looking at how to decongest the prison to get people, particularly those who are, uh, you know, awaiting trial, get them out of jail and even those who might have been sentenced uh, unlawfully. By that, we mean probably people who didn't have lawyers present, people or sentences that didn't follow the actual procedure or process and other activities. And Lagos Talk is doing this just to make sure that Nigerians are safe. Remember, uh, earlier today, I made a statement by saying we are the leading talk station in Nigeria. And we're not just leading because, oh, we, you know, by... Uh, figures or anything, but we not that alone. But we're leading because we give you the best of information. We are so people-centered. We are we are very credible and impactful social corporate social responsibility packages. We care about you. We don't just listen to you and give you the platform to speak. We listen to you. We get back from you your comment, and we work on it to bring you the kind of results you've had. Today, of course, you've heard um, all the conversations we've had from Jack Banobi work at 6.30 a.m. to the All Things Considered uh, at 7 o'clock. And definitely uh, 8.30, Bobbly Bob, Auntie Maureen came, gave the kids a fantastic time. He made them enjoy themselves uh, working or, you know, educating themselves with so much fun. And nine. At 9 a.m. today, you heard uh, the guest we had in the studio talk about the safety of our Nigerian students in Ukraine. And you also heard of uh, the president of uh, National Association of Nigerian Students, the Nigeria head president, where he talks about the relationship they have with ASU and what has been worked on. And some of you that send messages, we actually uh, asked the, the questions to or of the guest we have in the studio. And of course, earlier on at 10, you just heard uh, Oshidi talk about the supply management. I'm sure you were as informed as I was. And now we're here in the corridors. We want to talk a bit about prison decongestion. But we'll get into that when our, our guests get into the studio. But for now, we've been having a couple of, uh, you know, we've addressed a couple of topics this morning. And uh, while we're having these discussions, a lot of people wanted to have their say they wanted to contribute they wanted to be a part of the program but unfortunately they could not join us to air their views and so right now we are opening up the phone lines for you to call in and uh, air your views it could be on anything we spoke about during all things considered at uh, 7 a.m between 7 and 8 30 a.m 
it could be on the conversation we had during uh, the conversation, definitely, at 9 a.m. It could be some of comments on bubbly bop. It could be anything on the supply management. Uh, then I'll need to get Oshodi back into the studio. But whatever it is, the talking point that you want to address, you can just call us on 0809-234-5913, 0809-191-3913, and 0809-222-0913. You can also call our landline numbers. Yes, they are back for all of you that commented that I couldn't reach us. They're working perfectly on 01-515-0913 and 01-515-1913. All right, so we have a caller here. Let's hear your voice. Hello, good evening. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's not political artistry yet. Hello, good morning. Your name and where are you calling from? Good morning. Yes, sir. On serious. Yes. Okay. You're on serious. Even I didn't serious to supply chain management. You said what? No, okay. You see what you want to say first of all. I said you're you're sounding uh, on seriously serious this morning. Yes. <laughs> it's eleven o'clock, so you have to be serious now. <laughs> okay. So let's hear you. I didn't listen to the supply chain management issue, but. It's something that we have have talked about now, but you can on Twitter. Okay. Nigerians, look at Nigeria in a bubble. Mm. And think that what's happening in Nigeria is not happening globally. Okay. Electricity prices increasing globally. Mm. Gas prices increasing globally. Most things come from China, and everybody's looking for that same thing. Okay. So that causes you, that, that China issue causes you a lot of supply chain issues. And it's affecting prices everywhere. Mm. And if we, we always say Nigeria is import dependent. Mm -hmm. But you expect the Asian that's import dependent to have stable, stable prices, despite the fact that cost of shipping has increased, mm. cost of selling the ship has increased. Everybody's looking for the same thing globally. So there's a challenge in that. And you expect prices to remain the same. Even in Nigeria, the, the things that we produce are um, agri things, agricultural things. Yeah. Cost of input has increased. Hmm. You still have to ship some of those inputs into Nigeria. Into Nigeria. And we think that all those things will remain the same. Well, so we, these are some of the things we need to focus on in order to balance the economy, not just talk about economy yes. in isolation. Not just all talk right. about the economy. People are busy, President, that he says that we should produce what we eat. That's one of the best policy you can have in the world. Okay. Remove food, remove electricity, mm. other things will not start coming into place. Into place. Because right. those things are still the primary things that you need, food, electricity, and shelter. Mm. Shelter will need out of government. Mm. But still, if they can regulate the area, it will, it will cost well. airports a little bit and that's okay. We are paying as minimal as possible in terms mm. of shelter. Okay. Whatever right. that now comes to place. Okay. Thank you so much for that comment. I appreciate that. Uh, Oluwashio, very seriously on serious Oluwashio. Thank you for that comment. All right, let's continue with this, and uh, we have another caller. Hello, good morning. Good morning, Kayede. Yes, sir. Good morning to you, Dambaba. Yeah, my brother. Hey, I haven't heard from you in a while. Yeah, I've been around the hood. No fear. I know they come out like that. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine. 
Oh my! Tell me about it. You know if you kill yourself. You know if you buy buy uh, black market. Honestly, mm, I know that Jerry. It's worth it. Yeah. Just relax. Let, let, let me yeah. Let me talk about uh, the Axis strike. Okay. I said I will join it with uh, Ukraine Russia war. Mm. Okay. Now before you go ahead with the Ukraine Russia war, please. I know, like I said in the program earlier in the morning. I know in Nigeria we've become. So all of a sudden, we've become international relations uh, experts and we're analyzing what's happening in Ukraine and Russia. However, I'd like us to look at it from a different angle as to how it affects Nigeria. As for the details of, we know the war is going on and we just pray it doesn't escalate. No, no to, to be honest with you, yes. all I want in Ukraine in peace is uh, peace. Mm. I don't want um, anything, want to analyze anything, but okay. I want to talk about how it has affected Nigeria. Mm. That's from my own point, point from my own view. point of view, okay, I've listened to you around nine o'clock where you spoke with one comrade from Ekiti. Also, mm. I spoke with a lady in Ukraine. Yes, yes. yes. That's I a, think my advice to the Nigerian and the Nigerian student is either we, uh, you know, stay back in Nigeria, mm -hmm. join the student. Mm -hmm. and fight the enemy, the common enemy that we know, which to me is federal government and the ASO. Mm. All the Nigerians in Ukraine should stay back in Ukraine mm -hmm. and help the Ukrainians fight the war because the country has been said to them accommodate them where their own country could not accommodate them. Mm. I don't okay. know if you understand what okay, I mean. Okay, I see what you're saying, yes. Oh boy, sorry about that. The humble if you can call back to just... Uh, conclude your analysis because uh, i really like to see where it ends talking about uh, joining them to fight the war are you saying they should get uh, guns or they should be on the street protesting and uh, clamoring for the kind of change they want and uh, when you say stay back here and fight or fight the common enemy which is fg and asu what really are we saying well nans this morning said they're going they're starting a protest an unending protest from Monday. Hello. Good morning. I have another caller. Hello? Yes, sir. Good morning to you. Yeah, it's done, but I don't know what happened to the other line. I don't know. Okay, go ahead now. We have you back. Yes. If you check on well, eh, yes. it, it's almost uh, 50 or more than 50% of Nigerians in Ukraine right now, according to reports, are Nigerian students. Mm. Then you ask yourself, why did these people leave this country for Ukraine? Mm. The lady you called this morning told you that it's easier to study MSA in Ukraine than in Nigeria. Yes. What stopped the average Nigerian student and Nigerians to make it happen in this country? Mm. Because for some of us who have had the opportunity to live, we did not. Yeah. Do you understand? When yeah. my brother wants to live last year, so he advised me that we should go together. And I told him that I see no reason why I should leave this country. Mm. Even though the country has not been fair to me, to you, mm -hmm. and I don't blame the country, it is the people in the country that have not been fair to me, not my own country. That is it. So when things like this is happening, we call ourselves to order. Is it okay for us to leave this country for another country just like that? Or which mm -hmm. one is better to step back and fight for our country oh. and make this country a better place? But some will tell you they've because been no matter how you so look at it, these people are uh, fighting to come back to Nigeria, a country that almost all of them who left have condemned that there's nothing in this country that is again. True. That is true. So what are you coming back to do? Hmm. And why are you living in the Ukraine that have accommodated you for years? Hmm. And they find themselves in trouble. Just like 
you have issue I accommodate you in my house. Mm -hmm. My house said that all of a sudden you don't want to help me to fix it. You want to run to another place or go back to your own house. Why? Mm. I don't know if uh, Niger a lot of Nigerians share this, uh, the same view with me, but this is how I see it. See, yeah. So if you cannot fix this country, you run to another country where there is war, they please stay there and fix it for them. You can't be looking for a, a, a better place up and down. Then when there is issue, you run away from there. Some will tell you that you are harsh, that you should understand that they do, nobody will want to die. They want to come back they, to the country. They, let me tell you something. The truth is bitter. If me, that mm -hmm. Baba, I'm telling you nothing but the truth. Find myself in that situation. Yes. If our family there, since the, the children and the uh, woman cannot fight for, I'll find a safer place for them and join them. Why oh. will I run from the country that has been fed to me? It's not about being harsh. It's about being truthful about issues. Okay. Hmm. That's how I see it. So if All I right. was in Ukraine, I would not run away from that place. So when now, uh, is it Poland that have closed their border mm. or they are finding it difficult? Why, 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 why should I take all the way to border instead of stay back and, and help the country? Yeah. Well, I understand. So Nigeria what should learn how to fix this country instead mm -hmm. of running. It, it, imagine how many Nigeria are in Ghana today. So mm. to know, we condemn this country with our own mouth. And so yet, we must stay and fix this country. And yet we destroy Join the, the students mm -hmm. and protest on Monday. Okay. All right. So are you ready Thank to you. join the students on Monday? If they are in Lagos, yes, I will join them. Why won't I join them? Right. I've not been going. I've no food, nothing to do. Mm. So why won't I join them? Okay. If, even if, if the protests will include the food, the, the ordering of this petrol that are ordering uh, food. Because mm. all these petrol station have food, they don't want to sell. That is it. They are waiting for government to increase it so they can make money. Mm. It's not that there is no fuel. So why won't I join them? I will join them now. I will protest against many things in this country. Unemployment, mm. police brutality insecurity, arson strike, and everything. Mm, mm. There are a lot of protests loading. All these are they are talking about election. Who is interested in 2023 that will elect another corrupt person that will start from where this one stops? This one stops, yes. All right. Thank you. All right, Dambaba. Thank you so much. I appreciate your call this morning. Well, that is Dambaba getting all emotional and all uh, disappointed, expressing his disappointments in the government in uh, the way we're managing our resources here in Nigeria. And again, the way and manner in which uh, we're all clamoring for our people are brought to be brought back home. But the truth is, no matter who you are, I mean, most people will find themselves in that, uh, in that, should I say, quagmire or that situation, would always look for a way to get back to their nation. That is a given. That is what a lot of times we as a people would do. But you know what? I think it's time for us to get our conversation started. We spoke earlier on about uh, the interaction we had with, uh, or we have, with uh, the Nigerian Bar Association and what we're doing together as Megaelectrics, how we're talking, how we're interacting, how we're trying to get you to be better people and give you what you want. Because anytime you speak here at Megaelectrics, and we're talking about the Megaelectrics family, we're talking about Lagos Talks, Classic FM, Nigeria FM, and of course Beat FM, we are here to make sure that we give you things that will make you comfortable and proud of your country, Nigeria. So we started this course, and uh, we're doing it with Nigerian Bar Association. We want to blow our horn. Just give us a little time to do that and see what we're doing and see the results we're getting. When we come back, we get into the conversation. My guests are seated. And I hope you just get yourself a glass of water, something to nibble on, because it's going to be a very revealing conversation. Stay tuned. We will be right back. <laughs> 
Saturday morning breakfast show. Catch up with all the incredible moments on Lagos Talks 91.3 FM when you visit our YouTube channel. You will get to see all the action from the hot topics of the dish. Now be recognized as illegitimate business where they are allowed to... To Adu and the Guru. Vice President of Nigeria is naughty, but is fair tire. And the people's perspective. Because it seems like for some reason, he's hell-bent on, it's just bandits. And, and even get heated conversations you would never forget. Shut up! That's what he said! Play your tape back! So, what are you waiting for? Hurry now to Lagos Talks channel on YouTube at Lagos Talks 913 to, to like, like, share, and, and subscribe. Lagos Talks 91.3 FM. Join the conversation. This is football on 913. This weekend on the English Premier League. Friday, Southampton versus Norwich at 9 p.m. Saturday, Leeds versus Spurs at 1:30 p.m. Manchester United versus Watford at 4 p.m. and Everton takes on Man City at 6:30 p.m. Sunday, West Ham versus Wolves at 3 p.m. Then we've got the Carabao Cup final between Liverpool and Chelsea at 5:30 p.m. All games will be live on Lagos Talks 91.3, the official football partners of the English Premier League. Football on 913. Russia and Ukraine crisis. What went wrong? Russia has long resisted Ukraine's move towards European institutions. Both North Atlantic Treaty Organization, NATO, formed in 1949, and the EU. Russian President Vladimir Putin claimed Ukraine is a puppet of the West and was never a proper state anyway. He demands guarantees from the West and Ukraine that it will not join NATO, a defensive alliance of 30 countries, and that Ukraine demilitarize and become a neutral state. As a former Soviet Republic, Ukraine has deep social and cultural ties with Russia, and Russian is widely spoken there. But ever since Russia invaded in 2014, those relations have frayed. Russia attacked Ukraine when its pro-Russian president was deposed in early 2014. The war in the East has since claimed more than 14,000 lives. When Russia invaded Ukraine in 2014, rebels backed by Russian President Putin seized big swath of the East and they have fought Ukraine's army ever since. There was an international Minsk peace accord, but the conflict continues. And so, Russia's leader says he is sending in troops into two rebel-held areas. The UN Secretary-General has categorically rejected Russia's use of the word peacekeepers. In a recent development, the Russian forces have launched a military attack on neighboring Ukraine, crossing its borders and bombing military targets near big cities. In a pre-dawn TV statement, Russian President Vladimir Putin said Russia did not plan to occupy Ukraine and demanded that its military lay down their arms. Moments later, attacks were reported on Ukrainian military targets. Ukraine said Mr. Putin has launched a full-scale invasion of Ukraine. Russia's military breached the border in a number of places in the north, south and east, including from Belarus, a long-time Russian ally. At least seven people are known to have been killed, including civilians, but a Ukrainian presidential advisor said that more than 40 soldiers had died and dozens more were wounded. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky announced that martial law was now being imposed across all of Ukraine. 
and then severed all diplomatic relations with Russia. No panic. We are strong. We are ready for anything. We will defeat anyone because we are Ukraine, he said in a video statement. Ahead of Russia's attack, he had made a last-ditch attempt to avert a conflict, warning that Russia could start a major war in Europe and urge Russian citizens to oppose it. Warning sirens blared across the capital, which has a population of almost 3 million. Families sought shelter in Kiev's deep underground network. Traffic queued to leave the city during the night, and crowds sought shelter in Kiev's underground metro stations. Several neighboring countries have begun preparations to take in a large number of refugees. The Russian leader launched the special military operation by alleging that Ukraine's democratically elected government had been responsible for eight years of genocide. Earlier, Ukraine's president, Mr. Zelensky, who is Jewish, in an attempt to squash the accusation by the Russian leader, had asked how a people who lost 8 million of its citizens fighting Nazis supports Nazism. The former president of the United States on a phone call to Fox News has blamed the Russian invasion of Ukraine on the weakness of the United States. Lots of Western leaders have spoken out against the move by Russia and have promised heavy sanctions targeted at the East European state. Germany has blocked the Nord Stream 2 pipeline from Russia from coming into operation. The measures targeted Russian banks and individuals and took steps to cut Russia out of Western financial markets. Western nations are lining up further, much harsher sanctions against Russia. Here are some of the options. One measure will be to exclude Russia from the global financial messaging service, SWIFT. SWIFT is a banking system allowing quick transactions. It is used by thousands of financial institutions worldwide. Another option could be blocking Russian gas and oil exports. This will be by far the toughest sanction on Russia. However, if European nations were to refuse to buy oil and gas from Russia, they would inflict massive damage on themselves. Russia supplies 26% of its crude oil and 38% of the region's gas. Even a brief cut in gas supply would raise energy prices even higher than they already are and push up inflation. But this might be good news for Africans producing oil. Another hefty sanction that could be placed on Russia is banning them from trading with the US dollars. Since all the world's oil is bought and sold using the US dollars, this could severely affect Russia's oil revenues. However, if Russia were to reduce exports of oil in response, this would create a severe world shortage. You're I mean, listening Russia to The Corridors with Emmanuel Odeyemi. This is The Corridors with Emmanuel Odeyemi. Alright, so hello. What's your name? What's your name? Okay, so how long did you spend in prison? Six months. Okay, so what were you in prison for? For damage and assaults. Oh, okay. How did you get out? I got out by the help of Mega Electrics and Nigeria Bar Association, Lagos Chapter. All right, all right. So, how does it feel to be out on bail? Feel happy and free. That's good to know. All right, you heard the words coming from Motorayo Ahmed. And like I told you, we just want to blow our own horn a little bit. And we're asking you this morning, just let us do that for a minute. 
Okay, so this is the Corridors, and today we have uh, three wonderful guests in the studio. Uh, the first person whose voice you heard is Motorai Ahmed. He spoke about, uh, you know, he will tell you a bit about his story uh, later on as we continue in this interview. But in addition to that, we have two very mighty men, two people that when you're around them, you just feel so comfortable. You can slap anybody and feel that, you know, you know that your rights are reserved, but don't attempt to do that. As long as you're breaking the law, they wouldn't stand by you. I have with me Colonel Von Churchill. He's the chairman NBA Lagos Human Rights Subcommittee on Advocacy, Outreach and Sensitization. And I also have with me uh, Madam Abie Tam George, Vice Chairperson, NBA Lagos Branch. And she's also the Chair Lady of Human Rights Committee at Lagos Branch. Good morning, sir. Good morning, ma'am. And welcome to the show. Good morning, Good morning. Bayou. Good morning. All right. Thank you so much for being a part of this show. And, um, of course, we also have uh, Motorayo in the studio. And uh, just like to say hi to you, Motorayo. Good morning to you. How are you doing? Good morning. Good morning. All right. Good morning. Thank you for that. So, um, like we say, ladies first. So, I believe Mr. Connell Von Churchill will allow me to start with the lady. <laughs> oh, yeah. She's my boss. So, <laughs> Okay. So, um this yeah. collaboration, Megalatrix, NBA, Wings of Freedom, I just feel like singing, I wish I could fly, 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 you know. And uh, tell us about it. What is it? Thank you. Uh, this is a massive project. Um, it's, it's very remarkable because we're beginning to see uh, the come and the effort of touching lives. Now, this project is put together by the Human Rights Committee, NBA Lagos Branch. Uh, we've got our supporters, our partners, our collaborators. First uh, is uh, Megalectrics. Uh, the project is put together because we found out that in the field, uh, a lot of citizens have been incarcerated, uh, some of them for want of not even being aware uh, of their rights. There are persons... Uh, who out of no fault of theirs are just been picked up on the roadside and then they are taken to court from the court. They are at the custodial centers, the correctional centers, and so many other stories uh, we've been able to gather in the field. And so we decided to put up a project, uh, a very strategic one uh, that we had termed uh, Wings of Freedom. And so... Uh, we've got three stages in, in this project. We have the audit stage. Uh, the audit stage is to be able to classify the different inmates uh, in this custodial center. Our reference point is the Ikoi uh, custodial center. And so we've done the first part, which is the auditing of the inmates. Uh, we have the different classifications, uh, persons who are there uh, waiting trial, uh, we have citizens who are there who cannot perfect their bill conditions. Uh, we have people that have not been able to see uh, the four walls of the courtroom and they have been there for three, five years. And so we got all of those classifications and their details, data generated uh, very effectively. And so we embarked on the second phase, which is the release phase. Now for the release, uh, what we embarked upon was to go to court and see whether we can perfect some of their bail conditions and then to also appear in court for them litigating their cases. 
And so we have several cases already in court. We have our members standing in for them. And then uh, we've been able to, within two weeks, uh, perfect the bail condition of one of our first beneficiary, uh, Muturayo. So, and the third phase, uh, it's about support, the support system. So we also have our partners in that regard uh, where we're going to ensure that we have a follow-up mechanism uh, we're able to settle them appropriately in the society. Uh, their emotional well-being is addressed as well. So this is the package that we have, and we already have success stories. Thank you. All right. Well, I, I, this is a very brilliant uh, project, one that, that might remind uh, Nigerians of the NBA of the 80s, where people saw the NBA as the power. Sorry for I just had to say that. That's the thought of the people. Okay. <laughs> you know, where back then people know that all you needed to do was just to make noise. You have a lawyer that can speak. And of course, we had back then the likes of the Ghani, Fawemi, and all that. Now, when did this project, which, okay, which event happened? Or what led to the establishment or creation of this project? You see, like I said, um, personally have been into this for quite a long time. Mm. Or it's been bits and pieces. You know, you go to the custodial center, I've been to Maximum, I've been to Medium, I've been to Ikoyi uh, about four years ago uh, for the same project. But we haven't been able to put it up in these transformative um, uh, magnitude, so mm. to speak, because we're doing auditing of the inmates in that custodial center. We're doing release of these inmates that will find that we can uh, support and ensure that they are out of the system. Mm. And then also ensuring that their emotional well-being is addressed. Now, the truth of the matter is we're overwhelmed uh, by all of the things that are happening in society we know about how policemen could just get to a place, raid people, mm. even on the street, and then take them into, uh, they take them to court from court there into these custodial centers directly. And we found out that there is a lot of such cases around us, reports and reports of these cases. I think that is actually the strengthening and um, the igniting factor. Mm-hmm. of coming up with this massive project. All right. All right. Uh, let me go to Cornell uh, Van Churchill. Cornell, when doing the, when implementing this case, of course, you need to work a lot with the custodial centers. Do you have the, should I say, levity, the open access? What is the relationship with the custodial center? Uh, is what is it like? How easy is it to get access? Because you're going to do the audits. You need to see the inmates. Are they open? Do you go through how many hurdles you need to cross? Because part of this is to let people know what you're doing and see if in any way we can mass up some more support for you in that regard. So let's address that. Yeah, that, that, that's a, um, a very, very uh, um, fantastic question, I must say. Um and amazingly to us, we realized the extent of the humanity in the um, um, prison personnel. Um, um, the controller of, of, of the Ikoi prisons and the wardens. We realized how fantastic they, ha- they are indeed. We realized the, the extent to which they welcomed us and um, 
accorded themselves as partners in this initiative they gave us 100 percent even more than a hundred percent collaboration mm. i must say and they were actually thrilled with the fact that um with prayers that's an amazing thing we, they were praying for us oh, you okay. know that yes lawyers come in here they um, um ngos come in here they give them you know they take you know like uh, cater for these people in the sense of distributing food and things like that mm. but that is not really the point a lot of them are here and they don't need to be here but that this is the first time they are seeing a project by the nigerian bar association human rights committee not only coming here to carry out an audit mm. and i tell you right that the numbers there are out Two two thousand three hundred and thirty-five. Thereabout. I, I was going to ask you yeah, for that, but inmates, you yes. right? Inmates, of which two hundred and seventy-four are actually convicts, right? And about two thousand two hundred and something, right? Thereabout are actually they don't have any business in the prisons. It's a facility built for eight hundred people. And they have 2,335. So, and these this numbers, these huge numbers yes. that are not supposed to be there, are people, the ATM, they call them awaiting trials. People wow. people that don't have lawyers. They're different categories. They don't have lawyers. Mm. Um, petty crimes. Some have paid lawyers that have... Uh, I mean, it's, uh, well, <laughs> it's uh, a bit embarrassing to say this, but... Uh, and um, they've not offered the, the the services they promised. Mm. Um, but let the truth be told, you know, because we are we are we are we are we are being very transparent with what is going on, and that is why we are recording successes here. And um, and and they actually, uh, amazingly, right? They created the, the 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 a huge room for us to carry out the audit. Oh, and okay. They were bringing out this. Um, inmates, right, and even telling us that this one has, <laughs> this one has uh, priority. I mean, they were even telling us, please, whatever priority you can accord to this particular inmate, okay. we will appreciate that. And they, they, they mentioned, they, they brought out, for instance, I was there when they brought out a seventy-year-old Togolese, seventy-year-old, seventy-year-old Togolese who's been there for donkey years. Right. Awaiting trial. Awaiting. In fact, his case is even worse than awaiting trial because there are no dates, no court dates, no. <laughs> so he's just there, <laughs> you know. And his Whoa. embassy has come a few times, but there's little they can do. So you know, they actually told us that please, can you take this man's, um, you know, that that was after take we dealt dealt yes, with um, Motorio mm. that. You know, when it came to the man's turn, you know, can you take this man as priority, please? You know, he's been here for. You can see, I, I met the man, old man. Um, Abiy Tamjod met him as well. We all met him. Very old man, seventy years. Wow. If if care is not taking, right? Hmm. He's going. He, he's going to pass out. He's going to pass out there. So you know. And, and so that's so more worrying. We, what answering your question? Yes. Right. The collaboration and partnership. 
we got from the leadership hmm. of the Queen Prison. And I wanted to use this opportunity to really, really, really commend the controllers of prison. Okay. They are human beings. They actually have that human feeling about these people. Mm-hmm. You know, people go out and pay, play, um, pay, um, uh, they, you know, castigate them and say yeah, this and yes, that yes. and that. But our own experience is different. Is different. All right. And maybe because we went to the extra re- length of trying to get these people out. Oh, so yeah. that answers your question. Full okay. partnership. We are, we are very happy with them, and yeah. we must, they must be commended. Hmm. All right, and uh, one would just wonder, because 70-year-old, you're asking yourself, how many people are there? Okay, maybe maybe let me ask Madam uh, yeah. Tam George this, that when you get to the cells or the, the, the prisons, what is the range of uh, time spent in prison for people awaiting trials? Do you have anybody there 10 years, 20 years? What's the average, and what's the highest, what's the... Lowest. Okay, so it, it it was clear even yesterday. Murayo was able to even tell us very clearly uh, that you have about fourteen years downwards of people awaiting trial. Fourteen years. Fourteen years exactly. All right. So so that is you know the extent uh, to which citizens have been uh, frustrated, have been abused. kept, yes. have been abused. You know, and it's um, for us, uh, it's, it's more of how do we get these people out, out of this yes. place? They are not supposed to be there. They are mm. not meant to be there. Uh, we also found out that some of them do not even have records at all. Right. <laughs> they do not have records. So they don't belong um, to the free society. They don't belong to the prisons either. That is it. They do not have records. So that is also... Another classification that we're dealing with, we intend to speak with the CJ on this and see how uh, we can effectively bring them back on board uh, so that they will have court dates, uh, courts will be assigned to them and we follow up uh, in in that respect. Uh, For instance, you have about 700 of these inmates, right, Um, that have committed petty crimes. Now, for petty crimes, yes, for petty crimes, you could have a sentence of, let's say, two years. Uh, sometimes it could just be a fine of mm. 50000 or yeah. 100000 And they are there for three years, for five years, for seven years, mm. as the case may be. So this is also another data that we've been able to generate. And we're going to see how we can maximize uh, yeah. ensuring that they are out of uh, the custodial center yeah. as soon as possible. I understand that mm. because even for crimes, was it last mm. week, uh, some government officials that embezzled money were given... Was it three or five years with the option of paying one million naira? And I'm wondering, okay, one million naira after that. So <laughs> if, mm. if mm. someone has committed a petty crime yeah. and has already spent three years, yeah. I mean, if someone has told mm. millions, he's mm. paying one million as yeah. a fine or whatever, then anyway, Scandalous, we'll get that. Right? We, yeah, I, I can just imagine. <laughs> yeah. I know we need to, I, I will ask you later, but let's, mm. let's get into the crux of the thing because okay. I'm looking at, what can we do? Does it, this signify that we need to change? Uh, is it penal code? Oh, that's for the north. What that's do we use the in the yeah? Criminal what criminal code? code yeah, that's yeah. what we use here. Mm-hmm. The criminal code. Mm-hmm. Is it time for us to change that? Is it time for us to? What can Nigerians do? What does the National Human Rights Commission doing? Because you are just an arm, a state arm of the Human Rights Commission um, Committee 
of the NB. What about the national human rights? We'll, we'll get into all that, but let's okay. let's celebrate you for what you're doing right now. Okay. Let's look at this. So, you've done this for how many weeks or months? Uh, we've done this for more than two weeks. More we, than two weeks? Yes, not two years? Two, not just more than not two Not two weeks. months? Not at just all. Just two weeks? Yes. And you've, you've gathered this information? Very well. So, it means with efficient leadership, not necessarily, not just coming from governments, even from uh, different quarters, private, public, and all these uh, sectors, mm. we can actually achieve much. Very well. So you've done so much with the mm. support of your partners. Very well. And in two weeks, you've generated. We have when you were when you were giving the uh, the the data, Colonel. I realized I said you have three hundred and thirty-five inmates, two hundred and seventy-four convicts. That means that the ones that we... 2,000. Sorry, 2,000. Yeah. Yeah. 2,335 in there. Yes, exactly. 274 convicts. Mm. That means we have 2,061 people who... Don't have any business. Who don't have any business there. 2,061. <sighs> Fathers and daughters and uh, mothers, uh, both male and female. Prisoners. No, wait, 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 it's male. Just male. Um, yeah. Just male. Just right male. Sorry, yeah. All right. Mm. So some of them are fathers who should be taking care of their kids and, you know, all that is missing. Okay, so... The first part is done, auditing, gotten all the information you need. Now, you started this process of releasing them. In two weeks, you've got one person out. That, I think, is uh, you deserve a round of applause for that. So, let's do this. That Thank is celebrating you. NBA yeah. Lagos chapter and the, the Human Rights uh, Committee. Thank you, Madam Chelidi. Mm. Thank you, sir. Thank uh, you. The subcommittee chairman. <laughs> yeah, thank you for all that you've done. Yeah. And we have one of the people you've set free yeah. in the studios here with us. Um, the name is, is it Motorayo or Morayo? Motorayo. Motorayo Ahmed, right. Tell us, what got you into where you were, where you met the NBA? Or first of all, if I may ask, how old are you, if you don't mind sharing? 20 years old. 20 years old. And, um, of course, for you to have been there, for how long were you there? Six months. Six months. And awaiting trial and all that. And, uh, okay. So, for you to have been there, you must have been found with uh, maybe a bundle of weed on you. No. No. Where you, you were found with a gun. No, sir. You attempted to kill someone. No. Okay. Tell us your story. So, it was where I was hustling. I was selling. Um, I used to sell in the old dog. Okay. Sell, sell gala and all those soft drinks. Okay. So it's, it happened between me and one of the driver along the road. So he wanted to buy gala. He bought gala for me. So I asked him for the money. And he said he has already paid me for the money. So, and I'm very sure that he has not paid. <coughs> so I want to collect the money. Hmm. So in trying to collect the money, he, he, it it started to fight. Hmm. So him and the conductor of the... Of his conductor. Okay, so he's a commercial down. bus driver, like the yes. damn fools and yes, go. Yes, okay. Yes. So they came down and started beating me, and you understand. So in order to fight back to revenge, so I took his stone from the ground. So he just make them scared and leave me alone. So they they try and they dodge the stone. So mistakenly, the stone hits the whiskey of the downfall. So that was what happened. From there. I tried to run and escape. So people now, people that people that were watching from the down mm. was on top of the bridge. So they now took me. They thought I went to go and steal there. Ah. So they now like hold me down before the man would go and come. come. Okay. So when the man now come now, now I explain to them that no, I didn't steal. But that what happened is that I fight him and I broke. I damaged this car. So I'm going to pay for the boss. Mm. So that was what happened. 
took wow. us to the station from there to the court. He took you to the station? Yes. Okay, that's interesting. That damn food drivers now can arrest people. But when they commit crime, they go in and out. Okay, that's, that's a brilliant. So, and when... <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know. So, and when this happened, you were, you were put there. What then happened? Were you given a lawyer? Because I think we have, is it uh, legal aid? Yes, or so? yeah. Yeah, yeah where it was legally contacted for you to get a lawyer to no. sit in for you? No. What happened? From the from the because we were taken to police station that cells. Yes. How then did you end up at Ikoyi prison? They only asked me if I'm guilty or not guilty of what of the crime. And yes. I said no. So from there they adjourned the case to another another you know, they gave me another yeah. date of adjournment from yeah. there. Continue adjourning adjourning. Okay. So, so you've been to court how many times in the last six months? It's up to five times. Up to five times. So let's say one every four and a half weeks. Mm-hmm. And uh, all this while, where was the um, the people that arrested you, who accused you of breaking their windscreen? Were they always in court? No. They were not, not in coming court. at all. But okay, if if I miss, I'm not a lawyer, but I've seen a lot of legal movies um, mm. from <laughs> from the suits to the bull and all those yeah. ones. Yeah, and. In such a case, since it's not a murder case, if the person who is prosecuting is not around, do you continue with the case or do you discontinue the case? No, so what happens in court uh, yes. when we are confronted with this kind of scenario, Yes, uh, the lawyer in question, uh, the defense lawyer, yes. will just tell the court you know, to strike out the matter exactly. for lack of diligent prosecution. That's it. And most times the magistrates you know, are called... Uh, that kind um, of respect to okay. it. Yes. That's, because I'm just wondering if they're mm. not in court, Colonel. Yeah, but, but his own problem was that yeah. he he was, we will put him in the category of indigent inmates. He had mm. no legal representation. He had no lawyer. Mm. Is that even a, can you even continue a case without when someone doesn't have a lawyer and he has not willingly waived his right to a lawyer? Can you continue a case that's why the, the law allowed that? Well, that's why the case was being adjourned and adjourned and adjourned. Because he didn't have a lawyer. Yeah. Now that we've coming, yeah. right? You know, I'm, I I I find that aspect as a lawyer a bit, <laughs> you know, <laughs> even that without you know, being a lawyer. I, it, you know, he's been going to court. He didn't have a lawyer. Mm-hmm. He wasn't accorded the privilege of you know being given a lawyer. Yeah. And um, if we didn't come in, yeah. right, that pattern would have continued for years, and he'll be there for God knows when. Right? Wow. And so now that he has a lawyer, mm-hmm. we've gone in, we've perfected his bail. Okay. He's out. The next adjourned date, he's going to be represented pro bono. Great. By our, our we call them, we call them, okay. you know, advocates of freedom. Okay. And the wings of, wings of uh, freedom, freedom right? advocates of freedom, mm-hmm. right? They will represent him, right? And... You know, because you know the, the judge can suomotu. Let me suomotu means on our own without Discard. an application. Yes, just say that you know. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we the complainants have not case. been coming unless mm-hmm. the prosecutor, on his own, says, uh, "My law, uh, my my lady, or your, your honor, mm-hmm. the prosec- the 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 um, uh, complainants have not been coming. Yeah. Okay. I want to Strike apply for out. this matter to be be struck out, but." Obviously, the prosecutor he won't do that. He's his lawyer that will mm. do that. So these are the steps we are going to take. Okay, you know, after now, but at least in two weeks, you got this done. Very Which well. means that Very if well. we continue with this for years, even just for the whole of this year, yeah. we can only imagine how many more inmates will be set free. 
and, and let, let, let me also add this yeah. all right um with respect to my madame is that um um it wasn't only his case that was taken up okay right this week we had cases that came up about five cases that came up right. urgently okay right and on all those cases um our freedom advocates were allocated on a pro bono basis to represent those clients mm. so some of them didn't even have bail conditions so applications have been made for their bail okay. right um now um about five or six or seven of them that you know their cases came up you know from the audit right now have pro bono freedom Fantastic. advocate lawyers representing them mm. you know so his his own advantage was that you know okay um his case was a lot more yeah I, 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 yeah and, and, and yeah. you know all we had to do in his own case was to perfect his bail, his bail but the yeah. others they had representation is yeah. now that you're applying for we are, the bail yes we're applying for their bail and, and putting and, things together okay for them. so so like you're saying we have short time now and uh i won't be able to take calls in this regard but looking at this after their release you're talking about uh, uh perfecting the bill then follow up emotionally trying to settle them what does that entail uh, for instance, this is a very good example okay. of what that entails already. Uh, so the support uh, segment of the mm. project is already ongoing okay. as we speak. Uh, so what we do, it's after the release, we'll have to have sessions with them, with the mm. therapist, uh, to be able to bring them out of uh, their preconditioned and um, traumatized situation, okay. uh, bring them back to society. And after that, we follow them up to ensure that they are well-placed, they have something they are doing. Uh, and any other legal support or, or social support, you know, uh, psychosocial support as the case may be, that we can render. Uh, so that's basically what, what it entails. Okay. Yeah. All right, let me go back uh, to you. Much. Okay, so so let me just add, it very, just add to what Madam has said. Yeah. Mm. You know, from the point um, he was released yeah. yesterday... Motoraya. Oh, so it was just released yesterday. Oh, yesterday, yesterday. yes. Wow. Motoraya was placed, was taken to, um, at at the cost of the the, you committee, know, the, the, the freedom, the, the, yes. the freedom, the project. He was put in a um, a comfortable place to sleep, mm. right? Um, he was fed, right? You can see the difference between well, maybe you were, uh, if, if you had seen him yesterday, mm. what he wore. And what he's wearing now is a mark, you know. It's a huge difference. Difference. Mm. He's he's now smelling nice. He's he. The so so in a nutshell, you did what uh, biblically was done to Joseph. You took him out, <laughs> cut his hair, gave him a shave, absolutely, him up yeah. so that you he know, presented uh -huh. to the public. And so now we're we're, so, talk, we're talking to him. Yes. You know what are the things you want to do? do? So so the process. Okay of support has it's already continuous. started with him okay yes. now now coming to you motoraya while you were going to court we just do this in two minutes then i go back to uh the project leads here while you were going to court did you have families coming and what were the, their thoughts at that time none of my family knew about what I'm what yeah. nobody knows nobody knows where nobody you knows were so there. in their mind now you're just missing yes sir wow yeah <laughs> okay Wow, nobody knew where you were. Yes. You you couldn't reach any of them. Anybody. They collected my phone for me from the day of that thing. 
of the incident. Who collected it? The police? The, no, it was the OPC. The, op the... <sighs> okay. And so looking at this that happened yesterday, did you see this coming? Did you, when you were there in prisons, not cell, prisons, what was your frame of mind? Did you think that this day would come anytime soon or at all where you'll be released, let go? No, sir. I was not expecting it. It was a surprise. That's why I'm thanking God and Megalectris and the bus the bus station. Yeah. And I'm I really I'm I'm it's an I'm showing my appreciation to them. Yeah, I'm yeah. very happy. It's not easy because mm. I was in hell there. Thank God for everything. Yeah. And they being I'm thanking the bus station and the Megalectris for for mm. setting me free. Wow. I think what we'll do is this. Um, there won't be any time to really go into all the details. Since you have about five more cases you're treating, yeah. we'll find time, okay. probably even visit the um, Ecoe's, um, Correctional Ecoe Center. Correctional Center. Yeah. Yeah. See if we can interview some inmates with your help. And those that have come out, see if we can do a short documentary that we could play from time to time to really get their point of I across, mean what yeah, yeah. up across mm -hmm. to the people yeah uh, because uh what you guys uh, just disappear one day you're in your room by evening you're somewhere and that's all nobody is even attempted to call your family there's so much that we need to do to uh mm -hmm. uh legal or judicial not judiciary but uh What's it called? The system, generally, from the police to... Well. So, so just to add to what right. you're saying, we have over 200, close to 300 inmates that yeah. we've generated their data and we're going to follow up as a matter of fact, mm. right? So mm. uh, by next week, we still have some other cases that our rights advocates will have to attend to That's as nice well thing. in courts, in okay. different courts. So All right. uh, it's very massive, really. All right, great. Mm. So, well, I mean, looking at what you're doing, how capable you are, how focused you are and motivated, I believe you have all you need. You don't need any help from anybody. Uh, that's almost impossible to say. <laughs> so tell me See, what you need in like uh, one minute. <laughs> so we need so much. Uh, okay. This project is quite huge. Mm. Uh, we need financial support. Uh, we're still calling on other lawyers to put in their services as pro bono lawyers, mm. right? Uh, so private, public, individuals mm. uh, should please come on board and support this project because we believe that if we're able, if we're effective in showing humanity the way it ought to be, to be yes. in letting people know that society cares, right? Mm. All of these destructions that we see, yes. all of these stealing. In fact, mm. a lot of the petty cases that we interviewed were stealing, 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 stealing. Now, if they have just an atom, just a little piece of trust or uh, of, of uh, some kind of care mm, mm. you know being directed towards them yeah. perhaps even that stealing will not happen that's possible and so we believe that society should see this project as something that promotes peace in the society True. at something that can deliberately stop destruction in yeah. the society yeah. So we're calling on everybody to be part of it. All right. Yeah. So so let me just say here that um, looking at the narration we've had today, you need, when you bring people out of cell, they yeah. need a place to be kept. Very so well. if you have a, uh, what's it called, real Shelter. estate companies, okay. yeah. you can put something up together. Even mm. if you have the land you're yet to build and mm. it's safe there, yeah. you can put up a huge tent, yeah. do demarcations there to support. If yeah. you're a lawyer, 
We need more lawyers. I'm mm. saying we because both Megaelectrics, as a staff of Megaelectrics, and as a Nigerian, because this is being done for us, Nigeria. Yeah. When you go there, you don't ask whether you're negotiating or whatever. I've exactly. seen him before. So you're just addressing it. So yeah. once you know that, you never can tell. I, a a, a, a um, politician was jailed some time ago and he said, well, he just realized that anybody could go to jail. That's correct. No matter who you are. So if you're out there and you're listening, reach out to the team in any capacity. Whether you just want to go there, you're a motivational leader, you're a thought leader, you want to take care of the people psychologically when they come or emotionally. Financial. Mm. Because, you know, though people will be doing pro bono, they might need to just get some fuel to drive them to where they're going so that they wouldn't lose steam. Whatever you have, join this course. Mega Electrics, MBA Lagos, we're putting this together. You can reach out to us at Mega Electrics here, definitely. Please, you can reach out to us. You can walk straight to our front desk. This is not an issue of you calling. We are 26 Cafe Street. Come to our front desk. Ask to speak to some of the people in charge of this Megaelectrics MBA collaboration. Let's get more people out of uh, out of uh, the uh, the prisons. Ask of my boss Amira, and uh, she will be there. She will lead the drive. She will get uh, you to connect with the right people. We need a lot of these people out because if they're not. That is what leads to prison breaks because one way or the other, they will need to get their freedom because they feel they're being oppressed. If a petty crime will, will normally get a sentence of like two years and you've already spent five years, the government or Nigeria is owing you three years of your life. So let's try and get that back. Mm. Thank you so much for calling it, uh, mm. Colonel Von Churchill. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> and uh, Madam I, I like Abiri. I like that last statement. Three, three years. Yeah, you owe you three years, you know. <laughs> and Madam Abiri, Abiy Tam Joy. Thank you so much Thank for coming. Thank you. Thank you. Ahmed, congratulations. Mm. Welcome back to the free world. Yeah. Thank All right. You. So, listeners, that's how we end the show today. It's been a long journey from. Uh, it's been a long journey from, you know, 6 a.m. Now it's 12 and it's to get out of the studio. It's time for a World News Recap. And we have so many other great programs coming up. Uh, perspective, uh, People's Perspective, Repeat Broadcast, and a whole lot. And you know, there are football matches today. So stick and stay. Remember, whatever you do, no matter how much you hate Nigeria, no matter what you say about this great country, Nigeria is still part of you and you are part of that country. This is where you are. So while you're here, like the NBA is doing, do something that will transform this nation. Do have a fantastic day and enjoy the rest of your weekend.